0: This week we begin the third Chumash of the Torah, um, the Chumash of Vayikra, which deals, uh, at least the first couple of Torah portions, with the concept of karbones, of sacrifices. Um, in the previous Chumash we discussed at great length the building of the Mishkan, the sanctuary for Hashem, and the primary avodah, the primary service that was done in the sanctuary was bringing all different types of sacrifices um, to Hashem. Now, to be sure, since we do not have a Besamekdosh in exile, we don't have the concept of sacrifices in the literal form, but yet the concept on a deeper level of, of giving of ourselves and sacrificing of the inner animal within ourselves is very much a central part of our service to Hashem. And in fact, davening, prayer, Really is takes the place of what sacrifice is for now when we pray and we connect to Hashem and we give of ourselves to Hashem and especially of the again the the animalistic part of ourselves to try to make that more refined and more godly and more um, sir, uh, subservient to Hashem that is the way we deal or we perform the mitzvah of sacrifices nowadays. So in understanding sacrifices, which is obviously such a interesting concept. Um, I want to explore a statement in the Gemara, in the tractate Menaches, which deals with sacrifices. A statement by one of the sages of the Mishnah, Reb Shimon ben Azai. And he says the following. He really said three short cryptic statements about sacrifices. He says, the first thing he says, number one, he says, if you look in the uh, Torah portions about sacrifices, you'll see that the various different names of Hashem are not mentioned. Throughout the Chumash we'll have the name Kale, Elokim, <coughs> and others. When it comes to Karbanus, it's always just the primary, the primal name of Hashem, which we call the name yud key vav um spelled of those four letters, the Yud and then the He and the Vav and the He, which is the most essential name of Hashem. So Rav Shimon ben Azeh makes the point that when it comes to sacrifices, that's the only name that the Torah mentions. It only mentions Hashem's essential name. Why is that, says he? So as not to to give room for anyone to argue and say, well, there's different gods. After all, one sacrifice is connected with one god, another sacrifice with another god. And that's why here, only the primary name of Hashem is mentioned, not giving any opportunity to question, are there different deities, different gods? That's statement number one. Statement number two, he continues and says, that when it comes to sacrifices, the Pesach says, that, the sacrifices are a burnt offering that cause a nachas or a, 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 a fragrant, um, aromatic um, uh, fragrance that Hashem appreciates the karbonas and it says that whether one is bringing a big ox, some karbonas um, required to bring an ox, whether one is bringing bird, a bird, a small bird, whether one is bringing even a flower sacrifice, just flower and water, by all of them, the Torah says that they are this fragrance that Hashem appreciates. And the fact that it uses the same words for all these three types of sacrifices tells us that whether one gives a lot, when get whether when whether one gives a little, again the big animal or just the flower sacrifice, the bird sacrifice, as long as the person has the proper intention, it causes the same pleasure and appreciation for Hashem. So that's statement two. Statement number three says. That if you might say that Hashem needs food, we're bringing sacrifices because Hashem needs our food. He says, no. The Pasek says in Tehillim, If I'm hungry, I won't tell you. Because I have the entire world at my disposal. I have all the animals and all the fish. I have have everything. So I I wouldn't tell you, I wouldn't need you for my hunger. These are the three statements of Reb Shimon ben Azay. Again, in very short, um, to summarize, statement one says <coughs> that by karbanos it only says the primary name of Hashem, not other names. So we shouldn't have the ability. We shouldn't think there might be different gods. Statement two: whether one gives a big karban or a small karban, as long as one's intentions are proper, it's uh, fully accepted and gives Hashem the pleasure Hashem is looking for. And statement three. That if you think Hashem needs our food, no, Hashem has everything, so He doesn't need our food. Those are the three statements of Reb Shem Ben-Azim. Now, um, there's a lot to talk about these statements, but let's just ask some very basic basic questions. Statement 1 indicates that if it would say different names of Hashem, one might think that there are different deities, different gods. Well then, if so, why does the Torah ever say different names of Hashem? The fact is that throughout the Torah, Hashem is called with different names, and somehow we're not concerned that one is going to think that there are different deities. So why is it specifically when it comes to Karbanes that over here, Hashem, Hashem says, uh-oh, if I'm going to use different names, people might think there are different deities, and therefore Hashem must use his primary, his primary name. That's a, a question on the first, on the first step. Um, the second step is pretty understood on its own. Let's move quickly to the third where it says that if you think that Hashem might need our food, it's not its not so. Because Hashem says, I have the entire world, etc. Now, obviously that's really odd. Why? How could someone think Hashem needs food? Um, a basic foundation of our belief is Hashem is not a body. He's not a physical body. He doesn't eat. That's A. And even more um, perplexing is he doesn't say, if you might think Hashem needs food, that's silly. Hashem doesn't need our food. It doesn't say that. He says, if I'm hungry, I wouldn't tell you because I have the entire world. Almost indicating, yeah, well, that, yeah, he does need food. It's just, he wouldn't tell us about it because he has a lot of places to get it. What does this mean? So what's the deeper meaning and the succession of these three, three statements of Shimon and Ben So, in short, the first statement was that if there would be different names by Karbanes, we would think that there's different deities. So the Rabbi explains... It doesn't mean that we would truly think that there's different gods. That would be idolatrous. And uh, a person who's holding at the third Chumash of the terror doesn't have to be taught that uh, we're not idolatrous. What it means is, when we have different sacrifices, we relate to Hashem in different ways, different midos, different um, emotions of Hashem. For example, if if someone is bringing a sin offering, it's because there's the severities of Hashem that He incurred or he or she incurred by sinning, and is now bringing an offering to appease that severity. When one is bringing a thanks offering, so that thanks is a thanks to, a, to, the, um, to the, the kindness of Hashem. So one might think that the different Kurbanes relate to different aspects within Hashem. This sacrifice or this tefillah, this prayer that I'm offering is to the kind and benevolent aspect within Hashem. And the other tefillah, the other sacrifice, is to the severities of Hashem. And we might think that Hashem is made up of different emotions. Of course, there's one Hashem, but just like a human being, there might be one person and that person has different emotions, and we might be talking to a different emotion when we're talking to a person, and likewise, seemingly to Hashem, based on what we need. And this is specifically an issue when it comes to karbonis, because karbonis are very powerful is actually um, bring about atonement. They actually bring about new blessing from Hashem. So one might think that when I am addressing Hashem with this karban, with this sacrifice, or with this prayer, so I'm addressing a certain midah of Hashem and trying to elicit a certain change within that midah, within that attribute of Hashem. And therefore comes the first statement of Rabshim bin ben to tell us, no, Hashem is one. Hashem is one seamless entity. Now, to us... Um, He might relate using something that appears to be kindness, might relate using something that appears to be severity or other midas, but it's all merely an external expression of the oneness of Hashem. And when we daven, when we pray to Hashem, when we bring a sacrifice, so to speak, to Hashem, we are directing our supplication, our prayers, our korbanis, directly to Hashem Himself. And Hashem will express His response in whatever way Hashem uh, deems appropriate. But that's why here when it comes to Kerbanus, we have this um, very powerful statement that the, the name used for Hashem is the very essence of Hashem, not the way Hashem comes out in kindness or severity or beauty or royalty. The very essence of Hashem is who we relate to when we pray to Him, though He might express that essence in different forms. And therefore, Reb Shimon then moves on to the second statement and says that just like when it comes to Hashem, though Hashem might relate to us using different attributes, we know it's always the very same essence of Hashem enclosed in whatever attribute He's expressing Himself. The same says Reb Shimon is with the person bringing the carbon. One might bring a bigger carbon because he's wealthier, he has more to give. One might bring a smaller carbon, a cheaper carbon, <coughs> because he has less says Reb Shimon, as long as the person's intention is to bring a sacrifice to Hashem, to connect to Hashem, to give of oneself to Hashem, then the type of sacrifice, the, ex- the expression, is merely external. Echad hamar b'echad hamamit, whether it's big, whether it's small, if the kavana is there, then it's the essence of the Jew connecting to the essence of Hashem. And that is the succession of these first two statements of Reb Shimon. The first one is saying that no matter what emotion of Hashem is being expressed here, it all comes from one essence of Hashem. And the second statement says that no matter how a person is expressing themselves, big or small, different types of of prayers, of sacrifices, they're all the essence of the person connecting to the essence of Hashem. Which brings us to the third statement, that if you'll think that Hashem needs our food, no, Hashem has the entire world. What does that mean in short? So interestingly, karbonos, sacrifices, are called Hashem's food, Hashem's bread. Why are they called food? And the answer is, because just like food, by a person, by a human being, food is to connect soul and body. We know, even if a person were to die, the soul can- continues living. The soul is something spiritual. So we don't eat that the soul should exist. We eat that the soul should connect properly and express itself in the body the way it should for a live person. Just as there's the soul and body, that the soul brings life and vitality to the person. Hashem is the soul of the entire world. Hashem is the life force of the entire world. So the karbanos or our service to Hashem is there to bring, to connect properly Hashem to the world. That Hashem's divine light and Hashem's divine energy should be properly and in a healthy way connected to every aspect of this world. That's what we serve Hashem for. We serve Hashem bring Hashem into this world in the healthy way, just as a soul, just as we eat, so the soul is brought into the body in a healthy way. So when we understand that, a person might say, oh wow, Hashem wants to be in this world, so he needs me, because it's only through my service that brings Hashem into this world. And therefore Hashem says, yes, true a carbon is food, but I have many ways of getting my food. If a human being wouldn't be the one who were to do it, I have my angels, I have multitudes of creations, I have the entire world. I have so many ways to take care of bringing myself into this world. One should never think Hashem is dependent on me doing my avodah. Hashem's mission will be accomplished one way or another. However, Hashem says, but I have chosen you to bring those karbonos. Of course, Hashem could have and has so many different ways at His disposal, but Hashem did choose and give each and every one of us the tremendous merit and therefore responsibility to serve Him properly, bring His presence into this world through this tremendous avoda of karbonos, as well as our davening, and to um, to do this every day and succeed in this tremendous mission that Hashem has entrusted with each and every one of us. Have a wonderful Shabbos.